Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. As always, I am here, but this time in person mm-hmm. with Travis. There is no digital wall or veiled curtain between us. We are literally here in the same room drinking eggnog the way God intended. <laughs> and by that, I mean alcoholic. So uh, it's going to be a good episode. I'm excited for what we have in store for you guys. We have a guest this week. Uh, mm-hmm. That means there's no point of interest, of course, which is always sad, I'm sure, for all of you. But before we get to everyone's favorite segment, Travis, how, uh, how was your day? Day was uh, interesting. I posted on the Facebook group. Um, I ran out of 11-ounce mugs today. Uh, we're recording this on that's Monday. Right. You blamed me. You called me a jerk. Yes, well, that's... In that post. Yes. And then I gave you the little, like, I don't know. Side-eye? Side-eye. Yeah, yes. I saw that. Side-eye, sinister eye yeah. emoji. <laughs> Drive with friends. Um, uh, yeah, so we came in, and, and actually, uh, one of our clients did really well over the weekend, which is very bizarre, because they... They manage, you know, many, many shops on sure. uh, Amazon and all of their shops say, you will get this after Christmas. But apparently people are hoping for Christmas care. miracles, um, which they likely <laughs> won't get. <laughs> because but, of you now. Yeah, because of me Ranch. also. But uh, yeah, so we um, we had like a case and a half of mugs left and um, it was, you know, we had over, I don't know, close to 125, 150 uh, orders just ourselves, so yeah. we were able to get our clients' eleven ounce stuff out because um, they didn't have that many. Sure. But our stuff was kind of just sitting there, hope, and we're we are ourselves waiting on a Christmas miracle and hoping that <laughs> that pallet gets here tomorrow, which probably won't happen. Uh, it may get here tomorrow, may get here Wednesday. I don't know, but um, whenever it does. You know, we'll we'll be able to knock those out fast, but it's just sad that we couldn't get them out today sure. for the possibility of these people getting them uh, for Christmas. I mean, we have enough leeway in our handling time and all that to right. to take that extra few days, but it just stinks that um, we weren't able to, you know, kind of under promise and over deliver. Sure. Um, but yeah, that was how our Monday went. I mean, other than that, we um, you know we had a lot of orders and uh, we're cranking all day. Um, and probably will be cranking pretty hard tomorrow. Yeah. I think Wednesday and Thursday will be a little less, you know. We may even be able to take off a little early on, you know, Thursday. on Thursday, which, yeah. by the way, print-on-demand cast listeners, is my birthday. And uh, Amazon gift cards will always work. Yeah, um, we'll also you, post his Venmo in the group. Should that'll be great. feel so benevolent as to just give him direct cash, which <laughs> will then probably consequently be spent on any form of really nice top-shelf whiskey. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very true. Um, In fact, if you want to fund the beer fund for this show, we will make a Venmo. I am not beyond that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> as, as we sit here and drink. So, but yeah, Thursday's your birthday. Yeah, we had an axe throwing party. Yeah, last we weekend. we had some friends that uh, we all went together and um, on Friday night got together and had dinner and then went and threw axes um, because. That's what you do. It was really funny on how, how many of our friends, the guys, all wore flannels with, like, plaid. You know, I had yeah. a buffalo plaid shirt yeah. on. and it, We were very lumberjack that yeah, night. Yeah, you were. But, uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was. Um, some of my favorite people in the world were there, and uh, everybody, 
everybody I think had a really good time. It was fun. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, yeah that was that was my weekend slash day. How about you? Uh, man, weekend was great. Of course, I was at that party because uh, I I don't know if they think that we're actually friends outside of the show, but. I did throw axes. Uh, he he very, crashed. He crashed poorly. the party. I did. I was the only single person. I didn't wear flannel, so <laughs> true. Yeah. Rage against the machine, I suppose. Uh, not good at axe throwing, but it was a good night. Uh, attempted some karaoke, played some pool, had a late night in Brighton, Colorado, which is an achievement because there's not a lot to do in Brighton, <laughs> Colorado. Uh, and then uh, went to a Brazilian steakhouse Saturday night. Mm. Madeline and her family celebrated Christmas. Had way too much food. Hated my everyone at that table. Mm. Hated ourselves Ugh. with every bite. The last twenty minutes was basically like just self mutilation. It was terrible, <laughs> terrible. But it was so good at the same time. Got dessert, brought it home. So, uh, and then today was busy too. We had um, again lots of mugs to do. We had about a, probably two cases, mm-hmm. and we burned through probably those two cases. Have a half a case left, maybe of mugs. Mug orders never seem to really slow down. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, which is weird. Maybe they think it's the smaller thing, be easier to get there for Christmas. I don't know. But we had another busy day. Lots of Amazon and our other Etsy clients and all the other platforms we sell on. Orders are coming in still. Again, people hoping for that Christmas miracle. So. Yep. It was a good time. Speaking of Christmas, though, Travis, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like this is an easy transition to everyone's favorite segment, the Weekly Dad Joke. Time for the Weekly Dad Joke. Travis, I believe you you have this yeah. festive. I was I, I was blown away. I, I found out the other day, um, well, I found this information out anyway. Do you know how much um, they charge Santa to park his sleigh? Uh, inflation and carry the one. I have no idea. No, I, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. It's I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's actually on the house. Uh, and that's this week's weekly dad joke. And you can uh, again use that at all your Christmas parties coming mm-hmm. up this week. And as always, uh, we expect our check to be in the mail because it was R.I.P. Clearly, he did not get that from the internet. Nope, not at all. All right, man. Well, let's transition to uh, this week's main event. Main event? Who's calling? So, Travis, we have a guest, and mm-hmm. it's a guest that we have tried to get from the inception of this podcast. We have. We have. Many, yeah. many times. Mm-hmm. And finally, mm-hmm. it is happening. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing is that he's been sitting here this entire he time. Has. <laughs> Yes, this has been, uh, yeah, it's almost like, I feel like we're getting critiqued, like, you know, like, when you're yeah. teaching and the principal's like, I'm just going to sit in, and you're like trying to teach the <laughs> yeah. Pythagorean theorem, and yeah. he's just <laughs> looking at you. <clears throat> so, uh, we have my father-in-law, <clears throat> Jason Robertson, on the show, the last guest we had was actually his daughter, Madeline, mm-hmm. and this week it's Jason, so Jason, thank you for uh, finally coming on the print on demand cast yeah thanks for having me it's it's an honor it's a long time coming i guess but um yeah man no time like the present christmas that's speaking right. of christmas ah. it, it uh, is my my actual birthday yeah that's right christmas day and i will be old <laughs> and we'll, we'll just leave it there so we'll put jason's venmo uh in the comments as well so yeah. that you guys can Fund his uh, Christmas drinking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I don't know why it all goes to alcohol <laughs> by assumption, but yeah. uh, I, just, I just feel like it is what it is. So, um, of course, Travis and I know your your story and how yeah. you got here to the print-on-demand space, but 
Um, for those listening that don't know, tell everyone, you know, how you got into print on demand, mm-hmm. uh, some of your background before that and just kind of the journey and, uh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, it's certainly a long story. We won't be able to cover all of it here, but I'll give you the 30,000 feet version. I, I think like you guys, I have a background in the church world, mm-hmm. in the uh, music and mm-hmm. or worship world. Yeah. Um, in a former life, I was a preacher and uh, did some music production, that sort of thing. Um, still love that stuff. Still love. Uh, faith is still a major part of my life. Um, but at, at a certain point, it was time to transition, uh, both for f- financial and personal reasons. It was just time to move on. So I was looking for something new and... Um, this idea of selling on Amazon came along and um, actually a mutual friend of Travis and I's uh, introduced us, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, our, our friend Luke. So I, I remember taking Travis, buying him lunch with my wife at a little diner just a few miles from here and uh, <laughs> bought him lunch and just started picking his brain and hey, is this Amazon thing a real thing, right? And yeah. so Travis quickly became my sensei, my Obi-Wan, <laughs> my, <laughs> my Darth Maul. Or, no, no. Anyway. And anyway, but, but what, what you did do, in all honesty, is you gave me a, a lot of really good feedback. And, and I would say you um, didn't answer all my questions, but you pointed me in the right direction. So... Mm-hmm. Hey, read this, listen to this podcast, um, check this out, have a look at this. And, and I just dove in head first and um, literally, so it just became all consuming for, for quite a while. And we started by doing some RA, like, like any e-commerce seller does, right? I think everyone, we all get our feet, feet wet doing RA. And so that was... Retail arbitrage. Retail arbitrage. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so that was combing through the aisles of Walmarts and discount stores and uh, Nike outlets and Adidas and Converse and all these things. And so we were selling a lot of shoes and um, selling on Amazon. And then we started doing some private label stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, that's all still, I I think, a good way to go. But I I think for me, um, where we got away from it was it's it's both time and capital intensive at, at least for me mm-hmm. and you know we didn't have millions of dollars to or even hundreds of thousands of dollars to just throw at the the onset of our business and so we were looking for another avenue to stay in e-commerce but do so in a way that wasn't so time and capital intensive mm-hmm. and and shortly thereafter, we uh, I think we saw our our first direct-to-garment printer. Mm. And um, the first one I saw, I think it was the Brother GTX. GTX, yep. yeah. Yeah. And so that was, you know, that moment of, oh, <laughs> you know, that was like, yes. That, and, and given my background, I like fashion, like creativity, like art, like graphics. And so it was just a good fit for myself. And I think even you, Josiah, because we're we're both are uh, creative people. And so, yeah, long story short, so very, we very quickly just started to transition over to POD stuff because it was just, just a good fit for our needs 
and our and our likes and interests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also say, and I, I've shared this as well, that um, part of it was too the volatility of Amazon and trying right. to build something that was off of that platform that could be ours. Yeah, we woke up in the morning yeah. and Amazon's like, "Hey, you can't sell Adidas or yeah, peppers or whatever." Yeah. It's like, "Well, we're fine because we have our own thing." <laughs> Which actually happened. I think we recalled thousands of dollars of Vans shoes one day. When yeah. you're like, "Hey, you've made all this money, and by the way, no more starting now." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So with with that sort of dynamic happening more than once you quickly go okay we got to get a handle on this and find something that we can own and control yeah 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 Yeah. so jason tell us about um you know your business today uh what channels are you on what you know uh, obviously i'm i'm sure you're still selling on several channels but then Mm -hmm. you i know i know your story i know you also have clients i'm just curious like just kind of give us an overview of your business today yeah, so today we obviously sell the the big three, I call them, Amazon, Walmart, and Etsy. So um, that's when we sell them. Uh, sell on all those channels, and then we I also sell on Wayfair. Um, we, we bring on our own clients that we uh, fulfill for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, those are the major ones right now. I, I, I've also been in the process of working on our own private websites to sell on. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the major ones right talk, now. Talk a little bit about, about Wayfair because not a lot of people that have been on here mm-hmm. utilize that as a platform. And I know that it's done well, especially it seemed like yeah. in Q4, the, yeah. in the midst of Q4, it seemed to have been really paying dividends yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about that platform because that might be one that people aren't familiar with. Yeah, I would, depending on the stuff that you sell and the category that's or the products that you carry, I may or may not recommend it. So Wayfair, obviously, if you surf their site, you can find everything. But the stuff that tends to move is really more in the home decor space. Mm-hmm. And we sell and fulfill like a, a lot of home decor type type products. Yeah. Um, so that's why Wayfair does well for us. So far, like I have, I know we talked even recently, and, and I didn't real, I didn't think I even had any bugs on Wayfair mm. because they never sell. Turns out I actually do. They yeah. just and never they sell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went and took a look at them. Like, oh, I have a bunch of mugs out there. So, yeah. uh, in the home decor space, it does pretty well. I would say they're a brand new. Um, their back end is is still very very new and it's mm-hmm. still in UI, flux yeah. and development constantly yeah. um, and to be quite honest if you're with Wayfair and you're listening your back end is terrible <laughs> just, it's, it's not great it, it's a nightmare um, yeah. Josiah is being nice when he says it's not great <laughs> their back end is awful Yeah. but if you do sell things like wooden signs and pillows and tea towels and and things like that wayfair allows you to come on and you can establish a wholesale price for your category that they then will upsell you know so you're you're allowed to set your wholesale price and then they Mm -hmm. upsell for you and then you can upload what as many SKUs as you want at least so far they haven't Mm -hmm. given us a number and you fulfill. Um, they um, they take care of shipping. 
Mm-hmm. They take care of customer service, and you kind of log into their back end, and you print out your order summaries in a similar way that you would like a ship station or shipping easy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, generate your labels, and you're off and running. And then every, I think it's 60 days or something, after they reconcile yeah. returns and something like that, then they sent you what they call as a payment voucher with a credit card. And... Um, it, essentially say, hey, charge it by this amount, and here's what we owe you. Um, Mm. So it's new, but if you sell that type of stuff, I'd recommend giving it a go. Um, Mm. That's cool. To just shoot straight, I don't don't know. You'd probably be disappointed just trying to sell T-shirts and mugs on Wayfair. Sure. Yeah, Um, sure. But... Somebody can reach out to uh, one of you guys and tell me different, mm-hmm. but that's been my experience so far. Sure. Yeah. And you mentioned home decor, which is a good transition to the next question I wanted to ask yeah. was, um, it seems as though that kind of, well, let me just ask you, what would you say is your specific area of expertise or niche or something that you saw that wasn't maybe being exploited, for lack of a better word? In the print-on-demand space <laughs> yeah, um, that you thought, no, this is actually really doable. It's profitable. We need to run with it. Um, what, what would you say that area would be? Honestly, I, I can't take credit for it, but that would be both my wife and your wife, mm-hmm. uh, who in this case would be my daughter. Yeah, um, They came to us early on in our business and just said, you guys need to offer pillow covers and tea towels and wood signs and, and things like that mm-hmm. that were in the home decor space. I was, a, uh, I'll just admit it, I was a, kind of against it yeah. just because it wasn't cool. It wasn't sexy to me. I didn't love those products, but they were very niche and um, it didn't take too long for, I think it was Madeline initially, mm-hmm. my daughter, to land. I say land, that doesn't sound very warm and fuzzy does it but it didn't take her very long to connect with some people to fulfill for yeah home decor products and then those products just took off it was a big surprise to me Mm. um it was also pretty profitable now we do so you're not going to just get an account with sanmar or tsc and get all the pillow covers or tea Mm -hmm. towels and things like that that you want so those are products that we do import in bulk from china still yeah yeah um so we bring those in um ship them over by sea and keep those on hand but those have been fantastic products for us it was a surprise to me but yeah yeah i want to go i want to go back just for a second and ask you were talking about you know you sell on wayfair you sell on amazon you sell on you know you have uh Customers that you know you guys fulfill for, and you have all of these different things. Um, and my mind immediately went to like workflow when you were talking about all this. And I've, you know, this is just for me actually. Um, I'm just curious, like, how many different types of, how many different workflows are you guys consolidating every single day? With you know, because you said Wayfair, you got to go in, you got to do this thing. Amazon, yeah. you got to go in and do this thing. The, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. How, what what does like kind of order management look like on a day-to-day basis? So for us, I would say 90% of it is ShipStation, is what we use. Now, um, Wayfair hasn't yet integrated with ShipStation. They're talking about doing so, but that's not available yet. Mm -hmm. But 
so outside of Wayfair, everything is ShipStation. Now I will say, we do have several clients that we fulfill for that we haven't been able to funnel multiple ship station accounts into one funnel. So mm, okay. unfortunately, you know, this is sort of a nut we'll need to crack as we move along a little further. Unfortunately, we do need to log into multiple ship station accounts every, okay. day, every day. But those processes are all the same and mm-hmm. it looks the same to our production people, looks the same to our shipping people. And so mm-hmm. um, outside of the guys that are pulling the orders, everything looks the same. Okay, that's um, cool. but yeah, there are a handful of ship station accounts we have to log into. Yeah, I mean that's right. I, that's my one of my big issues. Not is, ideal, right? Yeah, but, it's not ideal. I mean, you can't really scale that up to hundreds yeah. of accounts. If you have a dozen, fine. Sure, but then eventually, yeah, it's going to have to change. You have to find a better, yeah, a better system. And that's yeah. you know, I mean, that's always been my thing. You right. know, just trying to get every all the pieces of my business to funnel down into the yes, same way for production. to streamline it. It's a very, it's a challenging, it's challenging thing. It's interesting because, and I mentioned this to you guys both before we were talking, um, and our point of interest would have been, and I like how I do this, I talk yeah. about how the point of interest would. We say would. there was no point of interest, and then Travis just exactly. weaves it into the just fabric dr- of the episode. I just <laughs> drop something that's interesting in there. Um, but we were talking about how I saw on Yahoo News that uh, Guten got $15 million in funding um, in equity and lend and loan funding. And um, when they described themselves or when, I guess, Yahoo News or Yahoo Finance or whatever described them, they said, Guten, an e-commerce uh, technology company, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and really, Guten's a fulfillment. Yeah. You know, like, or at least that's how I thought of them before yeah. I realized. It. I'm like, holy crap, they're a technology mm-hmm. company, you know, to the point of, They've got all their workflows down. You know, they have it exactly. But it took being being a technology company yeah. to kind of figure it out for yeah. them. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. And I wanted to kind of see, you know, peek behind the curtain for, in your guys' yeah. business. Because it sounds like we're kind of both in the same boat. We're a little of this, a little of that. Yeah. Mostly this, mostly ship Mostly stages. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we've all talked before, too, if you were a... Um, because the print-on-demand space is growing rapidly right mm-hmm. now, um, month by month. It's just changing and evolving so quickly. And yeah. so, gosh, if you're out there interested in this space and you're a software developer, gosh, write that software that will <laughs> yeah. integrate all these platforms into one streamline. Well, and then we on. will become your yes. co- your client <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah, exactly. Um, we Some will to streamline promote, them all. We'll promote that on this show <laughs> until the day we no longer have breath. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but seriously, please call us. Please, yeah. <laughs> please fix our problems. <laughs> totally. Well, okay, so one other thing uh, before we move move on, but um, yeah. or before Jason or uh, or Josiah asks you about, I don't know, like a crystal ball thing or so. I don't know what yeah. he's going to do because he just does whatever Travis the hell he wants. Too much eggnog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So you employ a lot of your family. Uh-huh. Um, I know your your brother works in production. I, obviously, Josiah is like your right-hand man. Yeah. Um, you fulfill for your daughter. I know your your nephew does all your mugs. I mean, so... Yeah. I mean, not everybody in your company's family. Right. But, but a, a lot, lot of are. them are. And so yeah. tell us, like, how is it working with your family? What are the pros and the cons? And then do you have a gauge for pros and cons with 
maybe some of your non-family member employees and how does that, mm-hmm. does that confuse or, because I, my son is my production manager. Yeah. So I'm just curious as yeah. to your perspective on that. Yeah, I would, I think I would start, I'd start to answer that question by backing up, tell a little story. Um, there was a time when I worked in the church and my dad Mm-hmm. was our senior pastor. And mm-hmm. so he was my boss. And so at that point in time, the tables were turned. Right. I was the employee and then my dad was the boss. And I, I remember one time we had a meeting. We got into, uh, we just didn't agree. And I was very vocal <laughs> and uh, just just matter of fact. And later he pulled me aside and he said, hey, hey son, we need to talk about this and our, our relational dynamic while we're at work. Because... Um, I wouldn't let any of my employees talk to me the way you just did. Well, right. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it was a very humbling moment for me. And I, I just realized I, I mistook the different hats that yeah. my dad wore in my life. And so that's been a conversation that we started at that point to let's talk about the different hats that we wear with each other and and the way we relate to each other. Mm -hmm. And so on a Sunday afternoon watching a football game, it's just the dad hat, right? Mm -hmm. But here in this space, I'm not wearing that hat and you need to understand that. And so I think in that, it's it's really, you, communication's the key. Sure. Really. And, And to explain that, when you're approaching somebody that, Maybe like a Josiah or my brother or a nephew to just to say, hey, man, I know if it's my brother. Hey, no, I love you. You love me. We're brothers. We're family. But for a moment, I need to take off my brother hat. I need to put on the boss hat. Mm-hmm. Um, can I have your permission right. to speak to you mm. just wearing that hat? Is that OK? And then right. ask for permission. And when I've done that, that's almost always been met with like, absolutely, go ahead. I, I get it. I get the hat that you're wearing now. Mm-hmm. And um, so then that sort of opens the door and allows us to have those conversations. But having some sort of dialogue or phrases or language that you can mm-hmm. use to help distinguish like the, those different environments, those different roles and hats. Yeah. Um, can really make all the difference. Don't if you have family working for you, don't assume that they understand which is which all the time. Mm. Like almost over communicate. Make sure they understand. Hey, here's where we are right now. Yeah. In right. this conversation, after this conversation, we're gonna go to lunch and tell jokes and laugh, and yeah. it's gonna be a whole nother thing. But this is what we're doing right now. Mm. So, is there any difference? Um, because I know your your daughter is is a is a client. We had her yeah. on the show last week. Um, yeah, is is it the same with that? Where you have to kind of be okay now, like for her coming to her dad and saying, "Dad, you screwed this order up." I mean, that's got to be hard on her. It, yeah, is, is, is have you seen that dynamic at all? And then her husband is literally sitting right here, right, <laughs> and also yeah. works for you. There's got to be. I don't know. It, it no, can get absolutely. messy, right? It, it sure can. And again, communication is the key. And I would also say on, on top of communication, it does require a lot of humility mm. and, the, and the ability on the part of the owner or either way to, mm. to be able to admit when you're wrong. If you can't do that, if you don't have an open line of communication, 
if you're not okay with being wrong, mm-hmm. then don't embark on this journey with family. Yeah, because uh, Madeline and I too have gone down that road. There's been times where I've crossed the line where I've had expectations as if she were just as if she were my daughter, mm. but this was actually a client uh, right. fulfillment partner relationship, right. not a father daughter issue. And so I've messed that up in times, even with my own daughter. And um, but um, yeah, thankfully we ha- we have good, good enough communication where she was able to just be really honest and transparent. And <laughs> yeah, I-, I was okay with being wrong there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she doesn't have any problem telling me that we messed up. In all I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, she, I usually get the wrath, and then it's like you need to talk to your dad. Like, okay, and then yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. Um, so, looking forward, kind of vision casting. If you had to, kind of set goals five years from now or so, where where would you like to see the business? Where would you like to see yourself? Progressing, I mean, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sure that he's going to pay his right hand man a six figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's number one yeah. on the list. Yeah, with yeah. a bullet. <laughs> you know, I don't think I can answer that question really. And here's why I say that. I and I mentioned, I alluded to this earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that what POD looks like today. I don't think any of us will recognize it five years from now. Mm. And and what I mean by that is I think you, you we're going to see POD products come online that are, you know, it's it's changing so fast. And, and the different technologies coming online, different machinery. I mean, in the last few years, how UV and DTG and sublimation and cut so and all this stuff has pro- progressed so fast mm-hmm. and it's continuing to do that i think it's going to blow our mind in five years i think we'll probably be producing on demand products that today we can't even imagine so i would say be a watcher be a learner be be alert to like what are people buying right. and watch for how that might translate to, to print on demand. Right. Uh, who, who was that I was seeing recently just that these killer print on demand lampshades? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about that on the show before. They were gorgeous mm-hmm. and yeah. like really, really cool, cool looking and talk about niche, right? Mm, like yeah. super niche. But yeah. I, I think that in this space is only going to increase rapidly right. in the next mm-hmm. few years. Yeah. Well, Jason, you like just jumped right into the magic questions. I mean, yeah. he basically skipped where do you see yourself in five years? And he, the industry. I know. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't yeah. even know what magic questions I are. Know, he does. Yeah. So he's confused. Yeah. There. He's absolutely we confused. Dial it back. There are just a set of questions we ask every guest. Oh, okay. And one of them is like the, you know, crystal ball turban. We say turban, but you know, yeah. appropriation. Uh, where do you see the industry in five years? But you answered that. So. Um, we can go into another. We usually ask three yeah. of those questions. I, I would back up, though, and say my hope for my business and mm-hmm. our business is that we could start to get better at identifying those early trends be, before they early get saturated. And, yeah. So to be an early adopter. I think we did that a little bit in the home decor space. Yeah. And so my hope is that we can 
keep doing that more and more because those products you'll find that there'll be not a lot of vendors offer them sure. mm-hmm. initially, which is going to create a lot more margin mm. for those of us that do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's some of my goal is to kind of watch the industry and be an early adopter of new yeah. stuff. Thanks for redeeming that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, we'll try. We'll ask two questions. <laughs> yeah. See, he he bit us to the punch on the third one. Uh, Travis, uh, why don't you take the first one? Well, why don't you tell us uh, about something in your business that felt like a win? You were like, man, this was the best thing. This is so awesome. And you just you were over the moon, super excited about something that happened. Could be POD, could be like maybe earlier in your Amazon career, you know, just something in e-commerce. <clears throat> something in our business that felt like a win. Um, I'm gonna ask, I'll answer it in a way that is gonna sound cheesy and very unbusinesslike, <laughs> but it's just who I am and I can't answer it, but honestly. Um, the win has been the relationships, the people, the Mm-hmm. Um, Josiah and I, even this fall, I've had the chance to interact with some guys that work for us. And I would like to think that our relationship, input, interaction in our life, we, we left them better. Right. And um, these are some guys that we're dealing with. Um, just, I, I don't want to get too specific, but they're dealing with some personal stuff. Yeah. And, um, it felt like a win coming from my background to be able to go, this is more than a business. Mm-hmm. This is more than dollars mm-hmm. um, and more than income, but it, it's people. And to be able to influence and love people and create a sense of community and family within our business, that's been a big win for me. Okay. Kumbaya. That sounds cheesy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's no I'm, I'm, I'm totally teasing because I do. I, I I know you. I know your heart, and I know yeah. your heart in this whole thing since day one. I remember sitting at the ta- across yeah. the table from you in that diner. You telling me you want to help people. Yeah, like that was your yeah, goal. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to build a business that could employ people that wouldn't otherwise potentially particularly uh, or yeah. potentially have. Yeah, uh, you know, and and so you're 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 basically yeah. still that same guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And so that was your win. That's totally cool. Now, yeah, flip those tables around. Okay. Tell us about like something that was like a crushing blow in your business and you were like, I don't know this. I don't know if we're going to make it or just some type of failure that you had that you had to overcome. Yeah. Give us well, that story. we'll get into that um, probably more and more even as friends. But just this last week, we, we lost our biggest account. Hmm. And so even today where Josiah and I are talking, we're going like, man, this was major. And, wow. Um, so we're currently having discussions and brainstorming right now of okay, how do we pivot? Right. Wow. What does the next few months look like for us? Um, we're not freaked out. We're not afraid, but um, it may temporarily um, have pretty big ramifications for mm. us. So, so to be yeah, continued, kind I, to of. be to be continued yeah. because in all transparency. Josiah and I both had a major, major punch in the gut last weekend. Mm. So we're trying to figure that out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Travis. You're from Kumbaya to too soon. Okay? <laughs> 
said, screw you, guy. Right. Need another beer. Uh, so, Bring me that eggnog. <laughs> Gooley. Uh, okay, so so last last uh, magic question. I know we said two. I'll do I'll do a third. That's fine. Speaking of which, seriously, pour me more. Oh eggnog. yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> For those listening, we're literally just sitting in Jason's office. Uh, and what is recording. this? Read it. It's over. Over. <clears throat> it is. Overbrook traditional New England original eggnog. Well, there you go. Kentucky straight bourbon, whiskey, rum, brandy, and blended whiskey. It's like a Long Island, <laughs> but for Christmas. <laughs> Man, they better um, pay for that. That's yeah, a full-on commercial. They won't. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> Bastards. Okay, so last magic question before we roll the intro and you get to hear my diatribe of memorized lines that I say at the end of every episode. <laughs> if you had to start all over, if tomorrow you lost all your contacts, all everything, just clean slate, Start all over. No equipment. No equipment. No contacts. Nothing. Nothing. What's the first thing that you do? Hmm. And I was going to jump back into the same business. You can do whatever you, you do want. You, want. you could travel. <laughs> no, but in business, like what would what would be the thing? I mean, if you want to jump back into the same business, that's great. I mean, if you don't, be honest. That's fine. I didn't. When I answered this question, I didn't jump back into the same business. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good question, isn't it? Just you look know, at how perplexed he is right now. That's great. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to answer that. I do know this. Um, I'm in this business today because I begged my wife, like, please, 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 I want to open a restaurant. And she was like, not happening. <laughs> That's true. Like, I will never get behind that. I am not on board. I will not... You're going to have to find something else that you have interest in, that you like, that you can do. So I've always been like a food nerd and okay. a, yeah. a wannabe chef, chef. And so I've always had a dream of opening a business like that. Um, but that just wasn't on the table. Uh, here's a pro tip. Um, make sure your wife's on or spouse or significant other is um, on, you know, board. on board. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the idea. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so the other side of that, if you did have to go back into print-on-demand, just so our listeners, because our listeners are like, well, that didn't help me at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go start a restaurant. Or, or, no, or, if you or did. Our, or our listernership will drop off drastically because everyone's like, yes, well, what sure, I do different? <laughs> what would I do different? Well, how would you question? start? What was what would be the first thing you did? You don't have any contacts. You don't have any art. You, you know, anything. I, one thing I would do is I would prove uh, concepts and ideas more by outsourcing before I brought in the technology. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to get into this whole long story, but there was a, a product that at one point Josiah and I were just saying, hey, let's let's make these. I bought, spent the money, bought the machinery. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and then we, you guys can tell it if you want to. Would, and then we just, we just didn't sell it. <laughs> and so then that eventually led to me selling the machine. And so I, having to do it over, new products that I would want to bring online, I would work with somebody initially that has the technology, mm-hmm. prove the concept, land some business, get, get the ball rolling and prove that, oh, okay, this is moving, this is selling, and then, and then buy the equipment after yeah. instead of just... Let's yeah. buy a new this and a new that, and, yeah. and let's hope we can make something that people want to buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have been slower to do that and more uh, – I, I would have outsourced more. 
I still remember when you bought your first F2100, and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, it's my Amazon for that. Yeah. And then we bought a second yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I would have outsourced first. Yeah. And then maybe purchased equipment later after it was proven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show. First, I, I just want to give you an opportunity. I know we, like, we both, obviously, Josiah and I are the hosts of the show. Yeah. We both have our own production facilities, but you guys do some stuff that's a little different than, than we do. We do some stuff that's a little different from you, but why don't you just take a minute between you and Josiah kind of share like some of your contact information. If somebody's like really interested in home decor, maybe you guys are a great fit for them. Yeah. Uh, one of our listeners. So why don't you just kind of share whatever you'd like to share about, uh, what for apparel. Yeah, we're, um, I, I tell people we're a family-run business, um, so with us, uh, you could probably pick up on it as I talk. We're real relational. That's mm. who we are, so it, we're, we're not a business-first uh, type of crew. Yeah. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, we're probably not a fit. Um, I, I tell people that we're, we're large enough to handle good volume, but small enough to offer a kind of a personal touch that a lot of people can't do, the, mm-hmm. the huge companies. Yeah. So we're the type of guys that, um, with us, we want to do uh, business with friends. And so if we, if we get on the phone with you, we're going to talk to you about your life and your hopes and dreams and how we can help you know, yeah. meet your needs as a business. Um, so for some people, that's just not a fit. Mm-hmm. But if that's how you roll, then we might be a good fit. Obviously, home decor is something we do a lot of. And so yeah, if that's yeah. your space, um, we might be a good fit for you. Josiah yeah. can uh, talk to you about contact stuff. Yeah, so you can reach out to us on social media. Also, all social media channels is what for apparel. Um, and then, of course, my email is Josiah at what for apparel. Jason's email is jason at what for apparel dot com. Um, and if you guys have any questions for Jason or myself or you're interested in home decor, whatever that might be, whatever your questions are, you can always reach out to us and uh, we'll have to connect. Yes. So, yes. Jason, thank you so much, dude. Hey, thanks. Appreciate this, it. This was it's awesome. Fun. This was a great episode and yeah. we had a lot of fun. Um, Anything for eggnog. <laughs> that was our payment. That, that was great, yeah. That's all, and all of our former guests got nothing. But he got eggnog, and then we're going to go sit around the fire. So it's going to be a good yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, but for all of you listening, thank you guys so much again for joining us on the Print on Demand cast. As always, uh, you can reach out to us in the Facebook group, facebook.com uh, slash group slash print on demand cast. We mentioned last week that our links aren't working. And that is yet to be resolved. So just go to Facebook, search Print on Demand Cast. You guys know the logo. You know what to look for. Join the group. Join the conversation. If you have questions for Jason, then you can ask them and we can relay them to him. Um, or if you have questions for us, it would be great as well. And as always, wherever you're listening to this podcast, the POD cast is there for you, whether that's Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. But listen to this. I discovered this yesterday on my way to church. Yeah, I'm excited. You can do star ratings on Spotify for podcasts now. <gasps> yes. Yes, you can. So I finally get to mix up my diatribe of words. <laughs> how, okay? many, how many stars should they give us? Oh, prob- probably five. <laughs> and there's no space for a feedback there. A billion stars. dollars of stars. <laughs> uh, so, but there's no space for comments. So you can't give us feedback there, but we'll take the star rating and greatly appreciate it. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, though, you can still leave those five stars. That's not negotiable. But you can also provide <laughs> us feedback and let us know. And as always, that just helps us 
uh, with the algorithm helps, helps us get in front of people that need this kind of knowledge and information because this is the premier print-on-demand podcast. And I'm not afraid to say that, really. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, so anyway, uh, if, in another way, if you're not a social media person, which Jason's not on social media at all, and nope. I always say this, if you're not on social media, I totally get it. If you have a question, you can reach out to us, info at printondemandcast.com. That's where we can also answer those questions. So until then, for Travis, for Jason, I'm Josiah, and we'll see you next time right here on the Print On Demand cast. Merry Christmas. You changed it. I know. And see ya. There it is. I was waiting. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.